Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hello. And Andrea Smith, tech guru extraordinaire. Hello. In person, in the flesh, not in the the New Jersey Bureau. Um, We have a really, we don't think we've ever talked about this on the show, but we have a good show today. We are going to talk about the Amazon Echo. I guess we're going to talk about all smart home devices, but really the Amazon Echo. Echo. Is that what we all have? Do any of us have a Google Home? I do. You do? Andrea has everything. That's true. But only because um, I'm testing it, but I do have three Echo devices, which I love. We have two, and I bought one for my mom. But we, um, the, we're going to talk about it today because Alexa in particular, and I'm just going to call the Echo Alexa because let's get over it. And you're going to you know, set off everybody's device. Yeah, if you have, a, if you have an Echo in <laughs> the room, on mute. you might want to put it yeah, on Yeah, press that, that little mute button. button. But it has become a really popular thing for kids. Um, and there are, I would say when I first got my Echo a year and a half ago, something like that, there were... 30 skills, (laughs) something like that. Now there are, I think, over 3,000. Oh, no, I think there's a lot more than that. Oh, is there more than that? Let me see if I can look it up while we're talking. Okay, go look it up. Open the Alexa app. Um, And a lot of them are aimed at kids, and people are realizing that kids are talking to their Alexa all the time, um, or maybe their Google Home, but it raises a whole lot of questions. Okay, um, okay. well, yes. as of July, there were more than 15,000 Oh, 15,000. Wow. As so of July, it. so there are even more now. And I'll tell you what's really hard is there's zero curation. It's not like the yeah. App Store, which is already hard, but there's no, like, top lists, featured, whatever. You can sort by reviews. They but everything has, so need to do they that. They so need it, yes. and everything has one review. So everything has anything that's starred. It's because one person, probably the maker of the skill reviewed it or had someone in the family (laughs) or had their wife review it exactly so it's hard to know but we're going to talk a little bit about the safety and part of this came from an npr story this week called alexa are you safe for my kids and i think it was a morning edition (laughs) and you really shouldn't ask alexa that (laughs) although it might be interesting to see what she she says she'll probably just tell you she doesn't understand um and part of this came so mattel and I think we talked about Aristotle when it was announced, yeah. which was supposed to be the Echo for kids, which, of course, begs the question, why do you need a separate Echo for kids? You don't. Aristotle was killed. Aristotle right. was killed because of privacy and safety concerns mm-hmm. that I think Mattel didn't want to step into. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe also because it was a weird recognition that unlike a tablet, no one really wants a separate kids device like this like that's just weird but then why aren't there the same privacy and safety concerns you know with the echo i mean i feel like i feel like they had to kill that product um i don't know i feel like that because it was it was designed just for kids Mm -hmm. is why they had to do that i I think that adults i thought it was pretty innovative i don't know that i would ever have bought one or used one but i thought it was pretty innovative i think adults to a certain extent like like we look at something like alexa and we say okay yes there's this privacy issue but it's also doing this for me and this for me and this for me when you're talking about giving it to your kid, that gets murkier I to justify. I thought it was so creepy that their actual description, according to the press release, was designed to comfort, mm-hmm. entertain, teach, and assist your child. Yeah. The it's comfort the comfort, the comfort thing. It's so right? creepy. You and can't hug no. Aristotle. And it says it went 
further than just all of that too because the idea was to put it in your kid's bedroom right which also super creepy um and that you know all this information they're collecting is uploaded to the cloud mm -hmm. and you don't know what that means it's just in the cloud so 15,000 people signed petitions asking them to scrap its plans and then they said it didn't align with their strategy and this is not the first time Mattel stepped in it right like that oh, Barbie the doll yeah right was super creepy um yeah i think this rush to ai is sort of the same rush we saw to stick an app on every toy mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing and except it's a whole bunch of other issues so mattel scrapped that but as we said more and more people are integrating google home or amazon echo they also said microsoft cortana there's no one's I doing that. I don't know. No I don't one's doing so. that. I'm like the biggest <laughs> Microsoft and fan, is, and I never use Cortana. There is a Cortana standalone device out That's now. That's what I'm saying. And no right. one's Are you serious? That. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. God. No one's going to do that. Um, I don't even use it on my computer. So these are going to right. These are going to just get better and better. There's no doubt about it. AI is just going to get better and better. And there's some really cool apps or skills, I should say, for your kids. Um, if you do have an Echo, and we're going to run down some of those, but we should talk about a little bit of the privacy issues so you as a parent can understand how this works and what you might want to do. Um, so they're always listening to conversations. That mm -hmm. is just how it works. It's basically it passive to. listening. It, it has, has to, to because it's waiting for their trigger word, which is either OK Google for the Google Home or Alexa for the Echo. And then it starts recording the conversation that you're having with it. It uploads the conversation to the cloud so it can learn better how to understand you and help you. So the idea is you're giving up your privacy so that this device can better adapt to you. Mm -hmm. What they do allow you to do, and I don't think people realize this, is delete those conversations. Yep. So the number one thing you might want to do, like Saturday morning or whatever it is, you might want to go through on the app. You can see all the articles. There should be a skill that does that yes. automatically for you. <laughs> there you go. There should. But you could go through or you could divide up and you can delete conversation. Like you literally set aside a half hour every day. But it's also. Oh my God, a half hour every day. It takes two seconds. You swipe. You just go like You just this. said a half hour every day. Oh, I mean every week. Oh. Like to just delete your conversation. <laughs> Even that. Or not. If you don't care about what you're asking. But you can also see all the questions your child asks. Well, see, that's the odd, like, I have no problem with it recording because, like, if, if something gets um, ordered on Amazon that you didn't order, you can actually hear who did it. Like, I right. like that it's recording that stuff. It's, I just don't think most people realize it. Right. And we're also still giving these companies the benefit of the doubt yeah. that all this recorded data I'm is I'm way just, too trusting. Right, with you're that way kind too of trusting. Stuff. I mean, you could be talking about how do we cut our tax bill? Yeah. How do we do? You have, <laughs> true. You have no idea how that will, how they're using that and recording it. There are actually articles that I've seen. People have written really good posts on how to delete your conversations. Yeah. How to delete. Yeah, we'll link. We'll link to a good to tutorial. That. So that's number one. But number two is you can now see what your kids are asking. Um, and then these they had some tips on how to ensure that this is positive. And my favorite was the first one because I yell at my husband about this all the time, <laughs> which was don't yell and be nasty to your device <laughs> and it says don't be bossy pants and it's really interesting people tend to be really impolite with the devices you can yell and scream i don't like that song skip ahead and it just responds as if you've asked nicely okay i'm with them on that 
aspect, but it also like suggests saying please and thank you to your Alexa, which I'm not going to do. I always say please. Oh my god, I'm I not, always say please no. too. I say can I you, think I did. Can for, you please set a timer? I did for the first I think few days, and be, I remember because my kids were making fun of me, right. and then it just I just stopped. But, if but you here's what's weird. This. I mean, a lot of people. I'll have people come over and say, "What is that?" And I explain what it is. And it's usually guys too. It's always they guys. ask some weird, right? And then they get know, angry that it doesn't. Alexa, know it. Like, oh, do you, you want to smoke it. a joint? And I'm like, dude, oh like, why God. are you like what? And they just say the most bizarre things just because right. it's to an inanimate it's, object. It's not right. your right. blow up doll, right? right. 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 And yeah. to prove that it's stupid. And then I just That's look at I them. Think. I always want to say like, oh, she I know. say, I'm, I'm like, just so glad that she recorded you saying that. Now I can keep it forever. They look at me like, what? Well, one of the things that they the psychologist points out, and I think anyone with a young kid should understand this, is that little kids don't differentiate between this device and a person, just like most little kids That's think so people scary. are actually living in the TV. Mm, they do, right? Mm-hmm. right? Little or kids, on the phone, on FaceTime. Yes, kids cannot differentiate that spatial thing. So when they hear you talking to a device like this, they they think Alexa does have feelings and emotions. They said some kids may even think there's an actual woman inside yeah. the device. And they said this little boy, age four, told these interviewers that she was a person who lived in an apartment outside his window and he loved her. Oh my gosh. So now if you're screaming at this thing, you're basically setting an example for your kid that that's how you can talk to people because he thinks she's a person. And they're saying your kids are developing conceptions of what is appropriate social interaction. So they're paying attention to how you are talking to the device. And I don't even think it's just please and thank you because I think this is being generous in this article. I think people really scream at those things and they certainly yell at Siri I've seen people scream at Siri on their iPhone like out of frustration and there's been a lot of articles about why these are women's voices oh yeah we talked about that we've talked about that before about how people feel more comfortable screaming and yelling at women so it's clearly interesting Um, the second tip they had was to join the conversation so Mm. be aware that Alexa is passive and kids can jump from topic to topic and the system will just continue to respond it won't push back so it's very lacking. There's no complexity. <laughs> it's not how a person would speak to them. So get involved. Um, ask kids questions about what they just learned. Comment on how they're talking to the device. Take them outside. Make connections to real life things that they're talking to Alexa it's about. It's just so sad that we have to like remember to take our kids and give them real life connections yeah. because they're talking to devices. Well, I think the right? article actually said something like, remember, Alexa is not supposed to replace a caregiver. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the fact that you have to say that. Or it reminds me of that book, Are You My Mother? Oh. You know? <laughs> like, Alexa, are you my God, mother? Are you my mother? Right. I mean, At least he goes up to other animals. like birds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then it says limit the time, which is, you know, people don't think of the Alexa the same as screen time. Mm. But we have this, we just had this conversation two weeks in a row about screen time. So it says, you know, the device, they offer more engagement interaction than just passively watching TV. But it's still really lame compared to talking to a parent or teacher. So make sure that your kids are still doing physical activities, getting sleep, interacting with humans. It literally says interacting with humans. Because um, kids still learn best. They need to learn how to social skills. They know how to learn facial cues. Um, you know, Alexa doesn't have any of that. She's not 
Not yet. So what do you do? I mean, do you make it about, you know, you can use Alexa for schoolwork or you can use Alexa to play Jeopardy or for games or, you know, silly things, but you can't use it for, I mean, do you have, do we have to start making rules about how you use it? I, I mean, I wonder how much kids are using it rather than just, you know, asking a trivia question or, you know, things like that. I mean, I think one of the weaknesses of the Echo is that it uses Bing just terrible mm. so Alexa is not as good at finding you information as I bet Google Home is mm. <laughs> well and don't forget Google Home is more context aware or conversational aware even so you could say something about the weather and then ask a follow up question or you could right. say what's the score Alexa of the, just repeats the World Series and then say what time is it on right. you don't have to say what time is the World Series game on oh. so it, it, Google Home can kind of carry the conversation a little yeah. better that's crazy I mean, I think, so one of the things I noticed when I was going through in preparation for this episode and I was looking at all the apps for kids or skills for kids is how many of the reviews were from babysitters and nannies. Oh, wow. I was stunned one after another. Oh, my, the kids I take care of when I love this game. We played all the time. And I was thinking, oh, my God, because this seems more acceptable than sticking a kid in front of a TV right, right. or a tablet. You can be like, we did Alexa and we did all this stuff. And so I think there's this disconnect because it doesn't feel like screen time. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of horrifying. I mean, if you look, it's every like the kids love we play this for an hour. You know, so if if the kid is sitting there for an hour just asking Alexa question after question after question. Uh, there's something That's, I mean they may as well be on a tablet playing a game right right yeah right we should or probably, talking to their babysitter we should probably back up a little and explain what skills are for people who don't know because oh, I think yeah. a lot of people don't even know that you can activate this stuff because Alexa she can do so, she it can <laughs> do I was writing an article about a robot yesterday and I had to go through and search for every time I had written she and change it to it um, That's the goal. It <laughs> can do a lot of stuff out of the box, but if you go into the app or on the website, you can activate all these different skills, these 15,000 skills that we were talking about that different companies and different websites and different everything have, have made for Alexa that can connect so so, I mean, it's insane how many things you can control in your... I just found out today there's a Harmony remote skill. Yeah. Oh, it's I awesome. Could, I didn't know I could be controlling my TV. Yeah, you could. Right. Well, we have the Fire it's Stick, awesome. so we control our TV I knew anyway about, with the Fire. I knew about that one, but we just use the Fire Stick when we travel. We right. have a Harmony remote for our TV that I'm like, I, I have been using my thumbs all this time when I could have <laughs> just been talking. Are you kidding me? But yeah, so like it... You have to you have to kind of look and my husband like you said Starbucks yeah you can do Starbucks you can order Uber (laughs) you can order Domino's like you said they're not really curated but you can find really great lists online yes you can I mean you can search in categories and you can find some lists but this is so funny so my husband put in we have um, Philips Hue smart lights and he put them in under my kitchen cabinets and so we have the Philips skill. And to turn the lights on and off, we say, Alexa, can you turn on the kitchen cabinet light? And you have to say it just so. Yes. Right. Can you turn on the kitchen cabinet lights? And if my husband says it incorrectly, it's, I'm sorry, you have many devices named that. You know, and then he gets <laughs> frustrated. But the other day he said to me, um, I want to turn on the lights early in the morning and I don't want to wake you by talking to Alexa. What do I do? And I said, did you put in a switch? <gasps> And that's what he said. 
it only works he with Alexa? He did this whole thing and he didn't oh, put in God. an on-off switch. So it must work with the app, right? Oh, yeah, with of the course. Philips yes, app. yes. Okay. But I mean, and I showed him That's that. But I hilarious. said, honey, when we sell this condo, <laughs> I, need a light I mean, you know, if, if an 80-year-old person without an iPhone comes in, they can't turn the lights that's, off. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. hilarious. There is a new yeah. skill in Alexa where you can bundle skills. Yes. So you can yeah. say, like, you know, it's nighttime, bedtime. Yes. It's like bedtime. do all this, that stuff. Turn like down a, the heat. It's like yeah. a recipe. It's called If This Then That. Yeah. But yeah. You give it good night. And it. so I have the kitchen lights and the kitchen cabinet lights. I have a shade that is also Alexa enabled. Right. So, like, you can set it to do things, turn on my overhead fan, and set a whole recipe for just one word. Right. Which is really interesting. I think, again, when you go back to kids for something like nap time or bedtime, there are, so there were a lot of skills. <laughs> I was looking through this because obviously I don't look at now. There are a lot of skills that are basically like, put my child to bed. Like, <laughs> there are really a bunch of them um, that are outsourcing, tell my child to brush his teeth. Okay, I get to be um, all high and mighty because my kids scold are... Scold my child. Scold I, my child is a skill. My kids are 13 and 16, so I can sit here and roll my eyes and say, I can't believe people do this stuff, but I totally would have used a bedtime one when my kids were little. Totally. Well, I, I hated bedtime. But it actually could be very empowering for your kid, is what I was thinking. Like, if your kid activates the bedtime mm. protocol, maybe they feel a little more in charge of bedtime. Mm. If they can say, Alexa, like... Activate my bedtime, yeah. and you know, and then like, like maybe the, it's lights cool that the lights go down, and, and, and they like start soothing to tell music story. comes yes. on. Maybe that would be cool for a kid. I mean, listen, I used to play uh, a tape for Matthew, a cassette tape, when he was a baby. <laughs> you know, when he was two or three, I had this um, classical Beatles cassette, oh. and he loved it. And it would go through thirty minutes or however much, but it was a cassette player. So right. at the end of the thirty minutes, there'd be this big click, <laughs> and of course, all of a sudden, <laughs> that him up, you know, <laughs> and that woke him up. It would be really cool for a kid to be able to say, play my music and have bedtime music. Yeah. yeah. And one of the best. So I went through I went through the best kids apps um, actually on Tom's Guide. That was a really good oh, list. Nice. Um, so I, I write for Tom's Guide. That? That's yes. why she I did not write that one. Um, so I pulled some from them. And then I also just went through the skill store for things that actually had really high ratings that were more than one and weren't just from babysitters. So um, the first was the Sesame Street skill, which like seems universally mm -hmm. to be loved. So I guess if it's Elmo talking to you and playing games and stuff, it sounds really fun. Uh, then there's one called Bored Kids. So if your kid's bored, you can activate this skill and it gives them suggestions. Okay, I would have be doing. overused that <laughs> to the point where Alexa would have told me to stop. Um, and then the one that seemed really, 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 really popular across the board is Amazon Storytime. Hmm. Yes. So you say, tell me a story, and Amazon pulls from this huge selection of short stories. Now, again, I don't think anything substitutes for your child on your lap with a book mm -hmm. because they're not seeing words. Um, nor is there something, it's something. Or not spending time yeah, with you. Yeah, or not you. sitting mm -hmm. here with your kid at nighttime reading them a book. Um, but if your kid is chilling out and yeah. chooses to have something, read it. Or if you're traveling or away or on book. business right. or something, it might be a nice thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a good go-to thing. Um, so, okay. But don't, yeah, don't use it as a substitute for a person. <laughs> um, SpongeBob Challenge. That was the big favorite of all. So I, I guess love SpongeBob. math games. And I guess it doesn't surprise me that Nickelodeon would do a great job. Um, and true or false, which if you have the kid at that's that age that is just asking question after question after question, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the Alexa, she can ask questions back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you say true or false? And it's a game. 
And then the only one I found that really had a charitable tie-in for kids was called Kid Power plus UNICEF. And I guess it gives kids physical things to do, activities, exercise, whatever, and they earn meal points towards buying food buying meals for kids through oh, wow. UNICEF. So the person who wrote that skill, is it? I think it's in partnership with UNICEF. Does the donation? I think um, there's some sort of matching grant where oh. the kids do this long, they do jumping jacks, they do whatever, and then there's money donated to UNICEF. That's cool. Based on their time, which is cool. Um, all the babysitters like that one. And well, because you can say, play with Alexa, there's starving kids in Africa. Right. <laughs> like, there you go. Um, and then one minute mindfulness, which is... Just one minute meditation. I have the three-minute mindfulness. You could do three minutes. If three minutes is too much, yes, you can do you one could do Five one was minute. too much for me, so I went for three. Um, but for a kid That's to a take cool that break, to do, though. I think is really good. You yeah. can start it's your day. You can end out. your day. It's a much better thing than a timeout. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. we're going to take a mindfulness break. You yeah. know, again, let the kid yeah. ask for it. Well, Alexa um, herself does great, like, deep breathing and, yes. and relaxation things. I think all those are really good, and they're not really in the kids section, so mm-hmm. you might not know. Um, so you should need to, like, scope around. And I look. think a lot of people who have, I, you know, last summer I heard from a friend of mine that someone gave her and her husband an Echo device, and she said it sat in her closet for two months. She had no idea what to do with it or why she needed it, and she sold it. She sold it to a hmm. friend. And now she's learning that she can listen to her Audible books on it. She mm-hmm. can order pizza. Mm-hmm. She can order an Uber. She can set timers. I just I mean, give my lists all day. Yeah. Oh, I do. I say, remind me to do this I or do put this on my grocery day. list. Yeah. I, do remind, I don't even set my kitchen stove timers no. or anything more. I just oh, set never. Alexa. Because you can do a d- bunch of different ones. When they started giving yeah. them names, like when I could give yeah. it a named mm-hmm. timer. Oh, my God. But I think that um, – so that also is the same for parents. I think parents don't – it's like any – technology device today people just barely break the surface of what they're able to do with Mm -hmm. it so i think it's really important for parents to know that there's all these things that you can do and use it in a positive way yeah yeah i think so too i it was funny i was on the subway today and i remembered something that i had to buy and my instinct was to say alexa add blah 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 to the shopping list i'm like i'm on the subway and i don't have alexa Hmm. it was really depressing although although you you know what well that yeah but like that's not the same as you know talking but they just announced. I just I bought a Moto Play, uh, Moto Z Play a, a while ago, and they just announced that they're making a Moto Mod with Alexa. Well, it's like so, the new Sonos. You can have Alexa everywhere. Alexa everywhere. That's so it's really Alexa's funny. My husband everywhere. sets a timer when he takes a nap, and he asks Alexa to wake him. And of course, I'm always thinking, oh, you didn't really sleep for an hour because you're reading or whatever. So if I'm out, I go into the app and I change the <laughs> alarm. <laughs> He's going to think to make sure he really sleeps longer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's going to think he's going crazy. He just thinks that he maybe slept through it and it went off again, or (laughs) nobody tell him. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, (laughs) you can also mess with your spouse and your children using the app, and they will never know it. Uh, So check it out. We'll have links to everything we talked about because it was a lot. But let us know how you use your Echo or your Google Home. Um, if, you're, if you're the person out there who uses Cortana, yeah. boy, we, would we, we want to hear, hear, from hear from you. We really want to hear from you. Um, but yeah, I think Poor it's Microsoft. just the beginning. Don't feel bad for Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back with our Bites of the Week.
talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right, we are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy? Okay, so uh, my bite is not only Alexa-related, but it's related to us. So we had we had talked, a, I think a while back, we were like, can you hear our podcast on Alexa? We didn't know. Right. Um, but since then, I've started using the AnyPod skill, which was the best um, podcast skill that I had found. And I got us listed on it. So um, you just, you go into the app, you activate the AnyPod skill, and then you can say, Alexa, ask AnyPod to play Parenting Bites. And it'll play Parenting Bites. It'll play our, our latest so episode. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So hands-free instant Parenting Bites on your Alexa. It's super fun. All right, Andrea, what you got? So I have a bunch of things, so I'm combining it into one for you. I did uh, research on a story that I was writing for NBC News on how to give your old car new car tech. You know, because mm. not everybody buys a new car every three years, but the tech changes so mm-hmm. much. And honestly, even I am driving around in a car that does not have built-in Bluetooth. <gasps> Can what? you believe that? Seriously. And my car is a 2011. 2011. Uh, yeah. So, so interesting. You know, there's so many new safety features now and right. so many new uh, technologies built into cars. So I did a roundup for NBC that I will post a link to. But it's basically a way to get new car tech without the new car smell or the new car <laughs> price tag. Um, dash cams. I mean, you guys are in the city. Oh, I need one. But I have a dash cam now. And there's this controversy where we live in the community of certain people running stop signs all the time. So I just said, no problem. I've got my dash cam going. So if I see them, I'm snapping <laughs> a picture. So I have my dash cam on. Um, Bluetooth. There's something called the JBL Trip that I put over my visor. Oh, I had one of those on my last car. Love it. So it plays, it streams music from your phone and if you get a phone call now you've got it on bluetooth if you don't have a headset That's in your ear cool so if I, you do like we don't own a car but so but we have all these things car, that we do when we rent a car we mm. have so many gizmos and gadgets we yeah. travel with that that's cool. It's per- and actually, then you can use it in the hotel room for a speaker. I mean, right. it's JBL. You know, it doesn't sound awful. The music right. sounds pretty good. And my husband just can't do a, an in-ear Bluetooth headset, which I do when I drive. But right. so for him, it's great because the phone rings. And now, instead of saying, I can't talk to you, because <laughs> he won't talk, he just presses a button and it goes right to that. That's cool. Um, heads up displays. Very futuristic. I don't know that I would want one, but there's a couple out there. Navdi, basically a project your phone, the map, everything you're doing onto your windshield right in front of you. Uh, Rebecca's not, making a, a face, uh, but I have to say I, I used a car for... No, I, I did a long it's trip with one. below your field of vision. Yeah. It's it, it was actually not distracting at all. It was really great for directions. It was less distracting than having to, to turn down. and look right. at, I look at my at direction the side thing. to see but the map. the thing... We just mount that sucker right on the dashboard. Like we have a big. But you're still seat. not. You're still having to look. Like it's not in front of you. Right. right. It was. I. I thought it was fantastic for directions. I did suggest to my son that they should project um, music lyrics, so you can like do car karaoke. Car karaoke. There <laughs> he you said go. no. That would not be a good idea. <laughs> that would be too distracting. But you're right. I find myself when I'm driving, I will look off to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, even though right. it's in my. Um, Vent. I'm looking off to the yeah. side to see the map. Where is that blue line going? Or you know, how how long is this traffic? So, right in front of you, below your field of vision, I think is kind of cool for maps. I don't know that I would use it for what's my calendar? What's my yeah? Next I don't think you should be allowed to use yeah, it. Right. I don't think so. 
Um, That's how we have driverless cars. Remote start, totally cool. <gasps> you know, I use an app or I use a, a key fob inside my house, start my car 10 minutes early in the winter. And by I would the have time killed I get for that out, in Buffalo. I mean, and you, you can put it on an older car. And um, some devices that go into your OBD mm-hmm. uh, port, which is um, kind of all your car diagnostics. So when you get a check engine light, you have no idea what it means. Right. Um, there's an Alexa skill for that. There's there's a yes. dongle that you can yes. put into that port, and then Alexa will find your car for you. I've been cool. playing with AutoBrain, which finds your car, tells you your diagnostic codes, and of course, if you want to take it further, you can track your kids and see where they've been, but <laughs> I'm not going there. So we'll link to that. That's cool. I like all that. We have an easy pass that we just... It's like our, our orphan easy pass, but we take it everywhere. They with just take in random cars. Yeah, you're allowed to do. I are you allowed to do too? I thought you had to have it just in one car yeah, with the same license plate. Nope. Oh, you can huh, have it, and you just leave that license plate field blank when you get it. But oh. we travel with it because that way, whenever we rent a car, we have our easy pass instead of paying. That's smart. Oh, there have been some yeah. horrific articles about it's some awful. things that companies do with their. Like if you decide to use their easy pass, oh, yeah, no, they, they put charge on a huge you an extra surcharge. like twenty five dollars a day. Ridiculous. It's horrible. So that's that's my that's my tip for those of you. <laughs> Even just, just if you travel in general, take your Easy Pass with you. Hmm. Um, okay, so my article is tied into, or my bite is tied into what we kind of talked about this week, which is an article in the New Yorker called "Welcoming Our New Robot Overlords." <laughs> um, it is a must, must, must read for everybody. But if you have teens, they should read it too. Um, it is about the. It's not just about AI, it's actually about the technology that's going into every warehouse and driverless cars and whatever. It talks about what it's really hard to teach a robot to do, that they said anything under the age of like a five-year-old kid, under five, they can't teach a robot to do any of those skills. They're really hard for a robot to do. A robot can't learn how to walk. A robot has a very hard time pinching, like grasping small things and differentiating between small things. But five and up, a robot can do everything that Hmm. that person can do. So it's a fascinating article because you see the future. You see how people are going to be phased out in 10 years um, of so many jobs that Hmm. it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Because what will those people do? You know what we should do? We should link to the the great Freakonomics episode about universal basic income. Yes. That's the answer to everybody getting phased out. It's part of the answer because that they talk about that Finland about what's happening, but it's still not enough to really live. Like it's a it's it's a terrifying future um, in many ways. But um, the things they can't teach a robot to do, again, are like these small, teeny things, which are the most gruesome manual labor, mm. right? Like if you could get robots to pick blueberries. So picking mm-hmm. blueberries is like their goal. <laughs> and that's always filled by immigrant labor, migrant right. labor. Like that would be Until the f- now. that would be the first thing to go. No, there, Americans won't take those jobs. Right. So farms are rotting. Right. right? There's a yeah. website. There's nobody can, to pick the fruit. Yeah. There's a website you can go to and you can put in different occupations and it'll give you a percentage of how likely your job is to be taken over by a robot. Oh, that is so scary. Well, yeah. journalists is one of them. And No, journalists was pretty low on the list. No, journalists. These, there's oh, already this, this all this AI was... pumping out articles for all these websites. Interesting, because this site put... put uh, put writers maybe that's because that's what they are <laughs> but <laughs> the writers they already it. have 
huge programs writing tons of articles that are basically sound like wire articles. Maybe there was a differentiation between writers and you know, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. different kinds of writing. I'll have to look into it. We'll, we'll link to it. Yeah. And then but uh, lawyers that had like all that stuff that most a lot of these professions do that's kind of wrote in standard contracts all that like but it you know the big thing it talks about really is truck drivers mm-hmm. that's two to three million men with, with mostly high school degrees in the next 10 years that'll be gone hmm. um and warehouses I, I the description of warehouses of the future oh. is because now it's all computerized you know but what they can do when it's all computerized when there are no people in these warehouses all the aisles there's no aisles Mm -hmm. you don't need aisles because these things can just pick and pull and Mm. shift and they can run 24 hours a day without the lights on so it was unbelievable so you have to read this article i occasionally get crap on twitter or facebook from people who say that i shouldn't be using amazon because they treat their workers badly and all that so if if the warehouses are taken over by robots robots am i supposed to feel better because we're not mistreating people or worse because because the people lost their jobs jobs. no one's gonna have jobs they said it takes so one of the article in the article they dive down deep into a company called Steelcase, which makes most of the office furniture in Grand Rapids. Furniture. And they talked about how they used to have six factories, whatever. Now they have two. Um, and it wasn't, it's not about offshoring at this point. It's just about automation. And the guy, the people who remain, so there's like, I don't know, 10% of the workforce is there now that that's all they need to get the same amount of work done because mm-hmm. of all the robots. But one of the men who's there, who's like in charge of, well, he's like a floor manager, let's say, he said, it's such better work for everybody because it was back-breaking, horrible work mm-hmm. that people would say, I don't know how many years I could do this. How many years can I lift these steel tables? Took five guys. And, the, and now, like, we can rotate people out to different stations. You're not doing the same repetitive work over and over. But there's... There's fewer. 2,000 employees instead of Mm 12,000. Well, that's like what happened with Carrier. You know, Carrier was like, sure, we won't ship those 600 jobs to Mexico. Fine. They're all going to be gone in 10 years anyway. Right. It's all robot arms lifting the pieces to the next thing. And basically what the people have to be there for, and this goes back to the five-year-old thing, was folding the boxes (laughs) to put everything in. Robots can't do it. They can't shut and seal the boxes. That's Um, funny. Eventually they probably will. But right right now, but that's... so. That's the so whatever. So if you have you, to read this article. We have to figure like if you want to survive the robot apocalypse, you have to work it around skills that they can't right. do. So or you have to be like you need to be programming the robots, or like you need to be behind a door that needs to be pinched open yeah. or something. <laughs> folding laundry. They said folding. Folding they laundry. They cannot get a robot to fold. Oh Foldamate. You can buy a foldamate. Not work. <laughs> so we need to find a place that lists all the skills that are safe from robot. Yeah. Right. Taking over right. your life. Yes. Right. You Podcasters? Be, so what yes. do you do? I don't know. Opinions. You have to be the person who who is programming the robot. That's yeah. the bottom line. That's hmm. it. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, it's God. Pretty, that's pretty crazy. depressing, Rebecca. <laughs> it's really that depressing. really depressing. It was a really depressing article. And I bet it was really long, too. Of New course. Yorker. Well, thank all you. All their articles are all their too articles. long. You can't get through one. No, it took me three nights. Yeah. I'm just telling you now. Print it. Don't try to read it on your screen. And take... But it's worth it because it dives into all these different things. But I'm telling you, if you have a teenager, especially someone who's on the horizon going to college or whatever, it's really worth reading because it's going to replace a lot of things. There's some things they should not major in. Preschool teachers, like kindergarten teachers, things that are very easy to teach if you have robots. 
I'm telling you, you have to read this article. No. All right. You can't hug okay, a robot that's no. teacher. Not yet. A robot can't wipe away your tears. But kids already think Alexa's a person, so kids make that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. As long as I get the chair that they had in Wally with the screen, I I'll succumb. It's fine. Oh, it's so awful. All right. That is our show for today. Oh my on God, that happy that's note. such a depressing <laughs> note. It's depressing. Alexa, tell me something happy. Yeah, and depressing. don't forget to ask your Alexa to play Parenting Bites. <laughs> <laughs> As you she won't takes need over us your anymore. house. Right, exactly. <laughs> You'll get links, well, links to everything we talked about today on Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites and ParentingBites.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, and now on Alexa, and on now on Radio pod. Public. <laughs> Um, and radio.com and radio.com where we're everywhere we're all over we're everywhere alright until next week happy parenting don't let the robots take over your life <laughs> <laughs> bye